You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday for worship at 8.30 or 10.45. Find out more at asburybosier.org. Good morning. Uh, It's good to be with you today as we continue our lesson on where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Our scripture lesson today comes from Matthew's Gospel, the sixth chapter, beginning with verse 25. It will be in your Bible, and it's also on the screens. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry saying what we will eat, what we will drink, what we will wear. For it is the Gentiles who strive after these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything? (laughs) This is one of those teachings of Jesus that I kind of wish I was there because I'd call Jesus over to the side. Jesus, I I I dig it. I cuckoo-cachoo. I get this, you know, don't worry about anything. You know, you just listen to Bob Marley, it's fine, I get it, I get it. What do you mean don't worry about anything? I mean, have you seen my kids? I'm trying to get them into college. Uh, The air conditioner in my car just went, don't worry about anything? Have you seen the world? Don't worry about it. This is easy for preachers to say, don't worry about it. Ah, don't worry about it. Don't you worry about a thing, right? Well, okay, let me open my closet. Yesterday, there was uh, some mild anxiety that I experienced. For the first time in my tenure, I'm in my fourth year now uh, here at Asbury, for the first time in my tenure, I participated in a wheelchair ramp build. Now, I get the texts almost every weekend where Mike Brando texts us, hey, we have a ramp this weekend, who's in? And my answer typically goes something like, if you want it to take longer, I'll show up. <laughs> um, I, that's just not how my brain works. I have a, very, I have a terrible spatial knowledge of like how things work. The first gift that I gave my wife while we were dating was a shelf for her bathroom. You know, how romantic. But it was a shelf for her bathroom that I got at Bed Bath & Beyond. And if the air conditioning caught it just right, that is the length 
and height and depth and breadth of my ability to build or fix anything. But I'm like, you know, it's commitment Sunday. It's commitment weekend. You know, I mean, we're, we're uh, erecting a house next weekend. I might as well figure out how a hammer works. So I, I went to the wheelchair ramp build, had this anxiety because I knew I said, I'm going to get out there and they're going to, what's going to happen? I was going to get out there and they're going to say, well, you're a preacher. Here's a sextant. Look at the sun and help us figure out the slope of this ramp. And I was just going to stand there, clam up and go cry in the car. Like that's, I had this vision of what this was going to be. And at first, at first, <laughs> at first, the vision was true because you meet at North Highlands United Methodist Church, uh, which is south of here, um, North Highlands, but south of here, which again, for me, not having any kind of spatial recognition, that was confusing already. Thank God for Google Maps. I show up to the church and this is what I saw. I, I parked in the parking lot and this is what you see. Truck, 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 Toyota Camry, truck, 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 truck. I think this is, this is going to work out poorly. <laughs> so I, I get out to the work site and, and Mike Brando's already, and first Mike wasn't at the, the church. He was not at North Highlands. So I thought, oh, well, perfect. I'm not even going to get credit for coming today. Mike's not here. So I get, well, he wasn't there because he was already at the site. He had already prepped the site. Well, of course he was. So we get out to the site and he, he knows, he knows me, right? Because on his text, he said, you only have to bring gloves. So I followed orders. I only brought gloves. And I saw this one guy. He got out here, which with, with an instrument that I can only describe to be a gas-powered giant corkscrew. You know, the thing is like, and dig the hole, and now there's a hole, right? That's, it was like, oh, I, I have gloves. That's all I brought. You know, this is, this is incredible. So I get out there. It's a giant's corkscrew, you know. Uh, what is that? I've never seen that. Um, so we get out there. And so when, when, you, when, you, when you do a wheelchair ramp for the first time, they put you on the framing team or the remedial building course, right? That's what you do. Uh, you start with the framing thing, and God bless him. Mike, Mike knows me, so Mike, what he did, he, he measured with a tape measure, which was fantastic. He measured and did the chalk line, and then he put stars all over the board. He just said, hey, put a screw where all the stars are. And then he walked away. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> I can do that. So while the other guy's going, you know, doing the thing, got all the screws in. And then, then they brought in the next framing board and they framed it up. Mike did the same thing, put the thing, the thing in stars and lines. It, Put screws where the stars are. Okay, great, good. So I put dip, 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 dip. And then we put the thing on the thing, and, and, and there, it, it did a, a back, what, a back backtrack or something? And like did this kind of serpentine kind of turn back thing. Uh, and then we had to put the framing on. And this was incredible. They had a model where you just put the thing on the thing, and then you put boards in the thing. And, and, and Mike says, just hold the thing. I said, great. So I'm just, I hold the thing. And then all, what I call the precision team, the precision team came in and, and screwed that in. And in like two and a half hours, from start to finish, we built a 60-foot wheelchair ramp. And I came home and I, you know, you know, I came home, I was like mildly sweating, you know, hard, just had, I told Christy, I told my wife Christy, it's like, just a hard day's work. That's all that was. 
you know, very big. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I was a little worried, but I went anyway. Don't worry. It's easy for preachers to say this. Don't worry about a thing. Jesus says, don't worry. Look at the birds. Look at the grass. It'll be fine. Understand when Jesus says, don't worry, he's not saying that there's nothing to worry about. (laughs) This is coming from the one who will eventually go to the cross. This is the one who who speaks to to the Pharisees. You're like whitewashed tombs. This is the one who overturned the money changing tables. He's also the one that said, don't, don't worry. When Jesus says don't worry, he's not saying there's nothing to worry about. It's the worry part of that that we must let go of. This is not Jesus being apathetic to our cares and concerns. It's like when uh, the first week when we did this uh, worship series, Jesus didn't say don't store up treasures at all. He said, store up treasures in heaven. Invest in that which is eternal. It's not that you don't store up any treasures ever. It's not that you don't have things that you care about deeply in this world. It's the, it's the worry. It's the worry. Because worry, anxiety, can be paralyzing. Sometimes worry means you have to drum up three years' worth of courage to go to your first wheelchair ramp build. Worry is burdensome, physiologically. It's heavy. It causes us to turn inward, which fits St. Augustine's definition of sin, the inwardly curved Soul. It is, not, it is not an accident, it is not a mistake that sin and anxiety are related in the sense of the heaviness of it. Interestingly enough, in the Old Testament, the word forgiveness, nasa in Hebrew, means to lift a burden. Forgiveness is a lifting of a burden. When Jesus says, my, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, he didn't say there is no burden in being yoked to Christ, but it is light. It's, see, Dudley Tuning knows this. Dudley Tuning knows what Jesus is trying to say. Dudley has been offering uh, a Wednesday night therapeutic worship small group. Absolutely fascinating in the way that worship changes how we present ourselves. Because Jesus says, don't worry about anything. Look at the birds of the air. Now, this lesson is about God's providence. It is about how God cares for creation. And if God cares for the the birds, remember last week we talked about you are a treasure. If God cares for the birds, how much more will God care for you? But Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. And Dudley would know, ah, I know what he's doing. Jesus is literally having them look up, stand up. Breathe. You can't look at the birds when you're like this. Don't worry. Stand up. Breathe. In fact, look at the birds of the air. Hard to be stressed when you're standing looking at God's creation. And if the birds don't make sense, then, then look at the flowers. 
Look at the, consider, he doesn't say, thou shalt look at the lilies. No, consider. Consider the lilies of the field. Another way of saying this is that God is in the highest heights and God is in the lowest of loaves. Heaven and earth are one in Christ, uh, through Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the heart of God. It's like Psalm 121. This is, this is fantastic. Psalm 121 says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forever. So on the one hand, this worry, this anxiety is something that is burdensome. It is something that we carry with us. So look up. Look at the birds. Secondly, worry, this is fascinating. Worry, the problem with being worried, the problem with being anxious, uh, that word is also translated as do not be distracted in the Hebrew. It can mean anxious or distracted. If you have teenagers who have a phone, you know exactly what Jesus is talking about. And you're saying, hey, how was your day? And it, hey, hey, ooh, here, there we go. Hey, how was your day? And they look at the birds, put the phone down, look at the... It can mean anxious. It can also mean distracted. I love this word in, in, in Hebrew, transgress, to transgress. Your transgressions literally means to pass through something without paying mind. It's to be constantly distracted with tomorrow. That's the thing with worry, is that it propels us into the future at the murder of the now. It propels us into the future while destroying the now, this moment, here. In other words, it's silly, to put this in perspective, um, it's silly to be worried about the stock market crash of 1929. But tomorrow is a different thing. We are distracted. We miss the moment. We miss the now in which God's presence is alive. Don't, now, Jesus, it, there's great wisdom in this. Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Don't worry about tomorrow. Not because there are no problems. <laughs> Today is enough. This is another way of Jesus saying our job as Christians is to be holy present, to be wholly present in the now with a community of faith, present with those who need to know that they are loved, present with those whom society has cast away, maybe present with the people living in our same home. The present is a gift. I often talk about heaven as being an eternal now. Where there is no past, present, and future, it's all happening now for God. And when we are present with one another, when we are present with God, 
we see a glimpse of heaven itself. Jesus wants our now to matter. Jesus wants our now to matter. Put down the electronics. Be present with our neighbor. Another way of saying that is seek first the kingdom. This holy... So, <laughs> this, this weekend, after I came in like glowing that I, I actually built something, uh, I came home and my kids were fighting over YouTube, uh, as they do. Uh, who has... Because we, we have one TV in, in the living room and we all have to share it. And never mind the fact that there's football on from 11 until 11, we have to watch YouTube in the living room with the kid. So they're all fighting. So I'm, I put my foot down, right? Uh, no electronics until dinner. And at first, can you guess what their reaction is? You know, oh, good, what are we going to do? About 20 minutes in, they actually started playing with each other. What a novel concept. And there was this joy about it. I love it. Robert, Robert looked out of the window and said, look, Daddy, Halloween. Because our next-door neighbor said, just put up Halloween decorations. If you're watching YouTube and if you're on your phone, you're not going to see that. Seek first the kingdom. This place of joy. This place of an eternal now where God is present with us and we are present to one another. Don't worry. It's not going to add a moment to your life. Not be apathetic. There's plenty of things that we can do. Our work is not yet done as people of faith. But don't worry because you will either be paralyzed or you will be distracted. And that's part of what commitment is about. Being present in the moment. So in a moment, you'll be invited to make your commitment. And while the music is playing, you'll be invited to place your commitment card in the baskets. If you forgot yours, don't worry. You can... Fill it out online. If you don't have your phone with you, don't worry. Do it later. I know where to find you. Now, for some, making a commitment is a goal. It's a challenge. Uh, Christy and I, we have challenged ourselves. Uh, at, at one point in our life, we were giving 6%, so we challenged ourselves to give 7 And I'll, let me, can I open my closet? You know, we give 9.75%, so we're challenging ourselves to make that biblical tithe. Can I say that out loud? Is that okay? For some, making a commitment is a challenge. For others, it's simply a means of saying thank you. Thank you to the blessings that God has offered to you. For others, it is a spiritual discipline. It's a daily practice. For others, it's a means of participating in something that is larger than you. The grand story of the great cloud of witnesses. And for some, life is just too nuts right now to be able to give. And that is okay. That is okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
Sometimes there are seasons in our life where we can only care for ourselves and that is enough. Whatever making a commitment means to you, whether it's a challenge or a means of thanksgiving or it's a spiritual discipline or whether you simply need to come and, and pray at the chancel, whatever commitment means to you, may we be present within it. So, we're going to sit in silence for about a minute as we let the Holy Spirit, as we're just, let us be present for a moment. And then when you hear the music playing, you're invited to come forward, place your card in the baskets, kneel at the chancel rail, spend a moment with God. And then as a sign of our commitment, we will together sing, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Alleluia. Alleluia.